Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast, New Woman Podcast. My name is Sin. I'll be your host. And I thank you guys so much, so much for coming. Um, so tonight's topic is date night. I love date night. I think date night is so important. I feel like that's one thing where you get to get away from the world and just focus on your partner, your friend, whoever you're on a date with. And I feel like that's another thing. Date nights with your girlfriends are important. It's very important to get away a little bit. You know, that no distraction just to focus on you guys is definitely a one. So lovely ladies, thank you. Can you please introduce yourself, Kim? Um, hi, everybody. So my name is Kimberly. Everybody calls me Kim. Um, I'm 28 years old, currently single and ready to mingle. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I own an adult toy business. Nice. <laughs> okay, Shamari. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Shamari. I... Um, and 27 years old. I enjoy dancing. I enjoy working with youth. I enjoy like 10 million different things. I'm just a person of um, colors, I guess you can say. So yeah, thank nice. you for having me. Hey, Bree. Welcome. Hey. Introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. My name is Brittany. Um, they call me Bree. And I am 30 years old, single. Um, I'm a transit operator in Toronto. Oh, 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 oh. Nice. Hey. G. Hi, my name is Geraldine. Um, I'm 29 years old. I'm currently dating somebody. Um, <laughs> I have a nine to five. I'm a legal assistant, but I do makeup on the side and I'm really happy to be here with everybody. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, ladies. So when it comes to date night, I think we all get spruced up, we do our makeup, we get dressed. I don't know if you go shopping, sometimes you have to go grab a pair of shoes or something. So on this date night, I did a light beat date night with you guys. Um, just some nice eyeshadow, the silk shirt, I got some black heels and some black leather pants. And this is my date night outfit. So guys, what? Tell me, like, what's your ideal date? What do you think is, like, top tier? What would be the thing you would suggest your partner to do to make you happy? Anybody could jump in. <laughs> um, sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, no, go ahead, girl. <laughs> yeah, I would say my ideal date is something just thoughtful. I feel like women are always saying what they like. Like, I like flowers, I like shoes, I like this, I like that. So it's not hard for you to just listen in and figure out what she likes. Right. And I feel like if someone listens to what you're saying and comes up with something like, oh, she likes to paint. Let me take her to like an exclusive sip and paint rather than you just picking like some basketball game. I'm not trying to do that all night long. I'm just being <laughs> So when they really think about what you would like and cater right. to you, I think my ideal day is just take me to a spa I'm not, and I'm not trying to sit in the pool four hours pay for the massage I don't care how much it costs that's the ideal day I want to relax nice nice 
All right, Kim, go ahead. Tell us what's your ideal date. I kind of agree with her in a sense. So when I think about it, I don't think about like location or venue per se. Don't get me wrong. If you want to fly me out and take me on a date, that's cool. But if you want to do something local, that's fine too. It's just like, leave me with an experience. Like when I leave that date, I want to be like, yeah, that nigga right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we need to do this again. Leave me one more. Like, you know, cater to me. Like, let me feel like, all right, this is where I need to be. That's my ideal. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Like a two-part date is, is always good too. We could do dinner, make sure we do something else after. Like, I like to turn up. Like, I'm just that type of girl. So Give me something where I can have a good time, but also set aside um, like a second part where we can actually communicate and get to know each other. Nice. Like that's ideal for me. That's what I want. That sounds fun. My idea. Okay. Um, so I want to zero in on each other, right? I want to know where your mind's at. I'm thinking we go to like an art exhibit and I like to turn up Kim as well. So I'm thinking we go to an art exhibit we go get street food, then we go to like a lounge kind of feel. I like to dance. Even if we do like a bachata lesson where we're like, we're just connected, we're having conversation, we're laughing, we're zoning in on each other. What do you like? What is your dislikes? You still have that conversation right. and you're having a good time as well, right? So if we if there's a 90s party, let's go to that. Like, let's have fun. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I like that. Shamari? So I I feel like the pandemic has truly made me a homebody and has brought <laughs> creative side. Um, and I've noticed a change in myself. I think right now where I'm at in my life, my ideal date would be something creative, um, a little bit of romance involved and just thoughtful. Um, I think something such as like a sip and paint, which was mentioned a little bit earlier, um, you know, cooking together, just things that give you that experience of getting to know the person and also just building those um, experiences that are going to be memories that you can think about, that you'll have a picture to say, oh, wow, we did this. This is so cool, you know, and just building on that throughout your relationship. So I like to go through my camera roll. Even before this, I was going through my camera roll like, oh, we did this, we did that, we did this. This is so cool. So for me, my ideal date is something that will allow me to think back and remember and build those reason also something at home something simple cool laid back um and just different you know so yeah. well my ideal date <laughs> is something that I did not plan I did not tell you about I didn't suggest I had no idea and you did everything all you told me was to get dressed a certain time and be ready that's it I didn't have to drive. I didn't have to think. I just showed up. I think that's my ideal date. And if, I mean, I can't say I never experienced that. Yeah, I have. So that's my, always my ideal date. Like, I don't care what it is. I mean, once you're taking that moment to think about me and notice that we need that alone time, that's great. I can have all the suggestions in the world. I can propose those dates, but that's not an ideal date for me. Um guys so we're talking about ideal date what was your worst date like the nightmare date you wish <laughs> you could forget about throw it away I mean it doesn't have to be that bad but talk to me what was the worst date I know I mean <laughs> I know there's out there <laughs> come on 
I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, I, I have a really bad one. You do? Okay. Oh, gosh. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I met this guy at a lounge and nice suit and everything. Okay. So he's just like, yeah, can I get your number? We exchanged information. And he hits me up and he's like, listen, I want to take you to Chicago. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, Chicago? Why not New York or something? So I'm like, okay. And then he's just like, LOL, you're thinking the place, right? And I'm like, okay, I guess not. Dot, dot, dot. And he's just like, um, he sends me the address. And me like a dummy doesn't look for the address in Google. That was my biggest mistake. All I've seen was on maps, it's an hour and away. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Day comes, I'm driving. Guys, Chicago is the name of his condominium. It's the apartment building. No <laughs> way. Oh no. Um, yeah. He said, no. Yeah, he said no. it was cool. So I'm like, okay, I drove an hour already. Let me just go. <laughs> He's already standing in front of the sign. So he knows already this is messed up. Okay. So pull up. He's like, yeah, we're going to play pool. I'm like, who lives here? He's like, you know, it's my brother's house. I'm like, oh, oh. it wasn't even his house. Like, <laughs> no. So I'm like, I get closer to him. I'm like, is that costume jewelry? He's just like, so yours isn't? I'm like, no, these my chain's real. So Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, so he was a baddie. <laughs> so I'm like, two pool, two games in. You know, you kind of get bored of pool after a while. So I'm like, I'm hungry. He's just like, oh, let me see what's around here to eat. I know for sure there's a McDonald's and a and a Burger King. And I'm like, you think I drove an hour and a half for McDonald's and Burger King? Uh -uh. like he's just like okay let me ask downstairs so the lady's just like oh there's an italian spot like across the street you should take her there and he's just like oh your chest is high i'm like oh <laughs> wow so oh, he no. was like really cheap yeah okay, he was so you had the cheapest date <laughs> cheapest date in life long story short three you drove yourself there <laughs> I, exactly long story short we go to McDonald's. He's like, oh, um, can I get a junior chicken? And how much is it to upsize the fries? I'm like, listen, it's only like 70 cents. <laughs> Do it. That's, that, that's too many red flags there. Too many yeah, red flags. Right? Yeah. Would have been gone. I order a McChicken and a smoothie. And he's just like, oh, you're, you're a big spender. I'm like, you know what? I take out $30. My man took my change. I'm like, bring me back to my car, please. Bring me back. Wow, this story mm -hmm. couldn't have been. I don't think anybody could top that. You guys could top that. I don't think I can top that. Worst Everybody's thing. face was like, what? 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 <laughs> again? That's not okay. Oh That's not okay. Oh, all right, anybody else have a horror story? I don't have no horror story, but I went on a date and sat there quiet for the whole date. Like, he didn't talk at all. Like, you know, he invited me on the date. I agreed. We were talking, like, via text. And when we got there, I sat there. and Like, we just sat there in silence. You know, I tried to carry the conversation a little bit. 
this dude was giving one word answers and after a while I just stopped. So I ordered me a Long Island iced tea and sat my ass down there for like an hour and a half. And y'all know where I went? Y'all know Footprints in Flatbush? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's where I went in the crowded ass footprints, like just sitting there, like mad crowded. So you guys didn't talk in footprints? Oh, so you're lucky because you loud in footprints. But you know what's but, when somebody don't want to talk, it's hard. Like, I, I can't. And I'm a talkative person, but goddamn. I, I literally, after a while, I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. My, like, this is weird. That's probably my worst experience. Yeah, that sounds like- crazy. Sounds nuts. Anyone uh, else <laughs> have a horror story? My worst day? It was a guy that my mom set me up with. Oh, gosh. He had a friend, and the friend was like, oh, I think your daughter would really be good for my son. And my mom just kept bringing it up, bringing it up. And I'm like, all right, let me, um, let me see what this guy is about. She sends me his picture. And he was kind. I'm not going to say he was ugly, but I was like, ah, you could work with it. But I was like, maybe it's the picture. And then when he comes to meet me, the first time he came with his dad. Wow. And I like, why did you bring your dad? Whatever. And we're talking. It was really awkward. And then he's like, oh, let's go on a date. So we went out. And the first question he asked me was, what kind of a mother do you think you'll be? I'm not having kids with you. I'm going to beat them. Are you crazy? <laughs> he was so, like, it's like he wanted to jump right into, like, let's get married what do you want to do when you're a wife? What kind of things do you like to cook? I was like, oh, he thought this was an big marriage. He thought it was. He thought we were going to get married after he met me. And I was like, I don't like you. <laughs> and he was wearing big jeans. I think they were like big Aniche jeans. I was like, it's not 2002. I don't like you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That whole dinner, we went to Imani, which is like a Caribbean restaurant downtown. Mm-hmm. Nice food. Um, but after that date, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm not trying to see him again. And then he asked me for a ride home. And I really was like, I don't like that. I'm not your Uber. I'm not your mommy. I don't like giving men. I feel like you're a a stranger to me. I don't like to give like a strange man a ride home. You could just kill me in my car. So I was like, (laughs) no. Please don't call me again, ever again, ever, ever, ever again. Wow. Do not ask me to cry. Like, uh-uh. That's a turn off to me. Like, oh, that, that's a lot. Don't ask me for a ride. It was the big jeans for me. She had me at big jeans. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It was honestly. It, it sounds like he played. It sounds like he plays um, video games in his mom's basement still. And she's trying to get him out. No, that's she's trying much. to get him the mm-hmm. hell out. Oh. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Shamari, what about you? Way out of her house. Uh-uh. So my worst date would have to be, um, so I was talking to this guy a, a couple years ago and he, um, where did I meet him? I think I met him off of Instagram. At that point in time, I was, you know, all over Instagram now. Not so much, but um, I met him through Instagram and he initiated, you know, for us to hang out. 
And when someone says hang out for the first time, I'm just like, what does hang out really mean? Does it mean sit in your car? Does it mean go on a date? Does it mean come by your house? Does it mean hang out with your friends? Like what does hang out mean, you know, for the first time of meeting up with somebody? So I interpreted hang out as we're going to go out on a date, you know? So um, he's like, okay, you know, what places do you have in mind? And similar to what Sin said, I hate having to really plan things out, especially if you're initiating, you know, for us to go out and hang out. So he starts asking me, what places do I have in mind? So I'm just like, okay, well, I don't really know what you're looking for, but let's go to, um, I mentioned a couple places in the city. So he's like, um, I prefer to stay local. You know, we're just going to chill. So he keeps bringing this hangout, this chill, this kind of low-key vibe. And I'm just like, what do you think this is? Like, like I'm confused at this point. Right. He comes, he picks me up. Um, and you know, at one, I don't even know how to dress. So I'm like, I don't know if we're going out, out. I don't know if we're just chilling in the car. Like, I don't know what we're doing. So I put on a jeans and a nice top and maybe I had on sneakers. I, I, I don't remember, but the first thing he mentions is, oh, so you're going out like that. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm going out like that? You didn't tell me where, where we were going. So one, the communication is already off. Like the, the, the setup, the communication, us being on the same page is just not there. So he mentioned what I'm wearing and then I'm like, okay, so am I going back upstairs to change? Like, what are we really doing? So he's like, okay, cool. So, so then he's like, okay, we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings on Flatbush. So I, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, is it because of what I'm wearing? Is it because, you know, that's just where he had in mind in the first place to stay local? So I'm questioning myself 110 million percent right now. Right. Um, so we go to Buffalo Wild Wings and we sit there and similar to King, Kim's experience, he's very like nonchalant, not really initiating conversation, not really asking anything. So I'm just a little off and I'm a little weird already. You know, it's, it's just not working out. So then we get through the, we get through the date or whatever you want to call it at this point. And then he sits there and I look at the bill. He looks at the bill. And now the thought of who's going to pay this bill or who's this going to go? And I'm always a person, like, I'm not going out unless I know I can cover something and, or unless I know I'm going to pay for whatever I'm going out for. So I'm thinking because you initiated it, you're going to pay the bill. Or, I mean, it's Buffalo Wild Wings. The bill was like 50-something or 60-something dollars. So... I'm like, okay, you initiated it. You said we were going here. You, I'm following your path. I'm following what you set out, you know, what you put forth. He didn't end up paying the bill or he was like, oh, this is just a date. Um, we're going half and half. Or he said something to that effect. So that was already a trigger for me. And I was just like half and half. And then you're not doing that. It was just terrible. So one communication. You guys are going to make my eyelashes right. fall off. <laughs> <laughs> it was just okay. all over the place. It was a what? It was a mess. It was a mess. <laughs> and oh my gosh. It didn't go far. It didn't go anywhere after that. Like we didn't go out again. We didn't talk again. I recently saw him when I was working. Um, and it was a very like weird high. Cause it was just a weird time. So yeah. You're the one who didn't break experience. Wow. Weird with me. Right. Right. Why and then you, you tell about what I'm hearing. hearing. Right. And then you tell right. me about what I'm hearing. I'm just like, uh-uh. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, my worst date, 
I, it took me a while to really think about the worst date because I didn't really have like an extreme worst date. But this guy, it was our first time supposed to be meeting up to go on a date. He invites me to this restaurant. I can't even remember. It probably was in Williamsburg. Um, I took an Uber there. Um, I get there and he's like, he, like, he's already there. And he's like, come on, like we're walking to the table. So we get to the table and the table is full of his friends. And then the table is like across from a bar. So now like, it's like the table and then the bar. So then now the only chairs available is at the bar. So, <laughs> so now he pulls up the chair and I sit at the bar, he pulls up his chair next to me and he faces his friends at the table now i'm not about to face the friends like if we are just some tagalongs at this table i'm just not gonna do it so i turned around and i faced the bar believe me when i say this man did not check on me at that bar he stayed with his friends like he may have socialized on saying oh you get another drink or something oh for your information you're getting another drink but he wasn't buying the drink he didn't buy me the drink. He didn't ask. Me. Yeah, yeah. So literally, I sat there annoyed. And I I think I probably didn't even, I don't like, I think I got food or anything. I think I just got the drink and got in. He was like, oh, I'll, when I told him I want to leave, he's like, I'll get you a cab. So he goes outside and weighs down a yellow cab for me. You didn't pay for it. Give me money, nothing. So now I'm in a yellow cab. And you guys know, if you're from New York, a yellow cab from certain places costs way more than an Uberwood, uh, a shared ride, the bus, the train, anything. So now you're causing me more money. And at this time, I think I was in college. Um, I was working probably part-time. I didn't have that much money. So I came out here in an Uber. I paid for whatever I got. And I also had to pay for my yellow taxi home. I was so frustrated. And I was either yellow or green, maybe green, because it goes everywhere. But yes. So that was my worst date. And yes. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Those were our worst dates. So, Brittany, Kim, and Shamari and Geraldine, I'm sorry. Um, how is it dating when it comes to children? Like either the man having a child, you having a child, do you, like how does, how is date night affected? How is dating affected? What, what does, how does that play? You know, how what role does that play in your relationships? Um, it plays a huge role. It does. Um, I can only speak on my experience, whereas I truly believe it takes a village. And I have an amazing support system. So they've allowed me to work, go to school, date when I need to, when I want to, right? But let's say my kid has a recital and they wants to go out that night. You best believe I'm going to the recital. So it's either we're going out after or we're just gonna reschedule altogether my child's always going to come first, right? right? So I definitely need someone that is able to compromise, even if they have kids. I know in my mind, that child is always coming first. And I want that for you. Right. Like, 
period. Right, understandable. Anyone else? Um, I pretty much have the same type of situation that Brittany just spoke about. I have a lot of help. So honestly, since the day my daughter's been born, I've had people kind of like, if I need them to watch her, they're going to watch 90% of the time I have a babysitter. So I don't really have that issue. The issue kind of came in with this one particular guy I was dating. Um, we were dating for a few months. So we started to kind of get serious. So obviously now, you know, I open up my world a little bit more. So like, let's say I'm on the phone with him and my, and my daughter is talking to her dad. Um, we have a good um, relationship now. So sometimes he'll ask me just to kind of check up. Like we're, we're trying to build a friendship. He used to be so uncomfortable with the conversation. Like, I don't have anything to hide. So I would be like, oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? Mind you, he's on the phone, so he's hearing it. Okay, go ahead, talk back to my daughter. And then one time he was like, I don't need to hear that conversation. I'm like, hear what conversation? Like, what are you even talking about at this point? But I don't know. I think some men are a little bit insecure when it comes to a woman with a child. And he didn't have kids, so maybe that's what the reason was. But it was so freaking annoying. Like, and another thing, my daughter comes to me and she refers to her dad, obviously, as daddy. So one time she was like, oh, can you call daddy? Same situation. He's on the phone. I'm like, all right, I'll call daddy later. He was like, why do you call it? Why you have to call him daddy? And I oh, get gosh. it to a certain extent, but it yeah. I can't be oh, touchy. Sorry. Like, I have a child. I have to just understand that at the end of the day. It was, it's a mess. So insecure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like with children, it's, certain boundaries that you cannot cross. Now, I don't have kids. So dating someone with kids is like, you end up biting your tongue a lot because even if you feel a way about something, you really can't speak on it because it's like, you have to be understanding, you know, constantly understanding. Um, what Kim spoke about, that was too much. Like you jumping in mm -hmm. phone conversations to find out why you're referring her father as daddy after repeating her it doesn't make any sense to me that's like me saying oh why do you have to call her mommy like what <laughs> you sound crazy so yeah, I like to, what? to extent is like that's too much he shouldn't date women with children because clearly he he doesn't go do well with them and I think that's another thing we all should like come to a realization can you do children yes or no don't say yes because you like the person, the person looks good. But if you cannot do children, listen, don't do it. Just don't date because it takes a lot. It takes a lot of stress. <laughs> and I'm a little selfish with that situation too because it's like I have a child and I've dated somebody that has a kid and I've come to realize that that's not really what I want to do right now. Like it was a lot for me and I already had a kid. I don't know if me just, it's just her and I. So if that plays a part into it where I was, I just felt like it was a lot me having to kind of like give that energy to somebody else. I wasn't prepared or I, that's not really what I wanted. And I had to like be real with myself and kind of like end the situation. Cause it's a lot dating somebody else with, a, with, with like with a child. Um, you yeah. know what? Kim, I dated somebody that had older kids and that was actually refreshing because he was giving me ideas because my daughter's young. He was giving me, oh, when she's doing this, you counteract with this. So I was actually learning that was refreshing. And I had always said that I wouldn't date somebody that has kids. 
because I already have one. But he had, yeah, he gave me a different outlook because his kids were all in high school slash college. Yeah, I definitely could see that. I could definitely see that experience because even dating a man with kids or something, it's like you, they have that experience you don't have. They even have, like Mm. from the beginning, even just the birth, they have that experience you don't have. They have the being up in the middle of the night or whatever. So being with someone and then having children with that person may be very helpful because they have that experience. And then also, like you said, older kids, definitely a plus because now no insecurities fall into play where you're thinking he's doubling back because baby mama's long gone, either married and have other kids herself, you know? So that helps. But having children, young children, in a relationship like that's a lot you know on if you don't have kids Mm -hmm. you know because now you're always wondering what the other person is doing with the you know their children's parent because that relationship obviously is still freshly ending so Shamari what do you have a Jordine I think it's interesting because while I don't have children I have a little puppy and when it comes to there, there, there's a couple of things that I pick up on that I'm like, wow, I wonder if this is what it's going to be like when I have children or like, these are the things that I have to start thinking about, you know? Um, and those things are like, for example, if we're going on date night and we're going out thinking about, you know, how long is the puppy going to be in the cage? How long, mm-hmm. you know, are we going to feed the puppy? How, do we need to walk the puppy before we go? So just thinking about little fine details like that, I feel like, is an eye opener. Um, and not to say that I can relate to someone that has children, but those are important things that you have to think about when you're trying to make time for a relationship and when you have to take care of things at home as well. Um, something else that I will say also is sometimes not necessarily the, the not jealousy, I wouldn't call it jealousy, but sometimes when you're dating someone or you, you want to spend a certain amount of time with someone and they have a priority that comes before you, sometimes that can trigger you guys falling apart or trigger conflicts and, and, and arguments because you feel like the time isn't shared equally when really and truly the time can't really be shared equally because your child is a priority or whatever you have going on at home can sometimes be a priority before you go on that date, before you you know, spend that quality time with that person. So just finding a balance and understanding what comes at first in a person's life, I think is very important when it comes to building that time for dates. And if yeah. you guys are on the same page, there's going to always be bumping heads about like, you know, how that, how that relationship is going to go um, forward. So definitely. I feel like I've heard that before. I've heard someone say their relationship diminished after children because they didn't have the time to go on date nights. And when they did get the free time, they were battling of who's going to take it and go out by themselves with their friends. So free time together was, you know, little to none. And then that caused a lot of friction in the relationship. I feel like that's definitely where communication plays a huge role. You need to verbalize. You need to speak up. Hey, I need some you time. I need some, I need some Mm -hmm. one-on-one time. Something simple like that. Hey, I need, I need you right now. Right. That can go a long way. 
It's funny. I think my, my current boyfriend's way of telling me that is suggesting that we go on a, like our little coffee date. We love Dunkin' and we love Starbucks. So I feel like whenever we're bumping heads all the time or we haven't got enough of that us time or we haven't been on a date or outside the house in such a long time, you know, especially with the pandemic and, you know, your, your places that you're going being limited. Um, I think it's a funny way that we, that we communicate with each other and we say, oh, let's go grab coffee or let's go grocery shopping or, you know, do something outside the house, even though I don't, wouldn't really consider that a date date, but it's still quality time that you're spending in a way to kind of initiate that conversation and initiate that space where you can share like, oh, wow, I feel like we've been constantly at each other's necks or, you know, I, I feel this way or I feel that way. So that's a little cute thing that we do. Um, that sounds cute. I like that. <laughs> Geraldine? Um, for me, I feel like I've never dated a man with kids and I don't have kids myself. And in terms of quality time, I would say like that's my number one love language. And I've always found like I'm struggling between like, yeah, I'm feeling you and I want to press you out about it. But at the same time, if you're just dating, you always want to keep in mind, like, this man is not my husband. Mm -hmm. You know, like, we're just dating. We're getting to know each other. Yes, I'm feeling you. And I do want to spend all my life in your pocket. But, um, you know, I always want to keep, like, a healthy medium between, like, us spending time together and getting to know each other versus I'm pressing you out and putting, like, unwarranted pressure on a man like you just right. No? Right. I get that. I definitely get that. So, ladies, I think I could take from all of you guys that date night is important. Yes? Very. You feel like date night is very important? Like, how important do you think date night is? Like, on a scale from 1 to 10? I'm going to say 10. 10. 10. Okay. All right. And you feel like in your 50s, 60s, you're going to be going on dates? <laughs> I have to get out of the house. Yes. Right? <laughs> All right. I love to hear it. And the reason why I'm asking is this question, because we are the new generation of women. And I feel like our parents don't go on date nights. And it's like, what's going on? What is that? And look at everybody's face. When was the last time you saw your parent get dressed to go on date night? I mean, my mom and her boyfriend, they get they go out for dinner, but it's so cute when they do it. It's not like how we plan a date night and stuff. It's just like, oh, we're hungry. I'm not cooking. We're going to go get food. Like, mm -hmm. when do you take that time to say, we're going to hold hands at this table, look, lock eyes, and <laughs> we're going to be in love? Like, so again, like I brought that up just to say the difference between our generation and their generation and you guys saying it's important. So when do you think it stops for us? I don't think it should. Right. Yeah, I agree. Right. And so, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not just our parents being the older generation. It obviously it happens in relationships that are people are together for a very long time. You know, routine change. You get comfortable. So it's not just a generational thing. But how do we keep it going? Like we, as I feel like women, we put a lot of blame on men. And was oh well he he stopped asking me to go on dates he stopped wanting to go what how do we stop that from happening how do we stop it from diminishing 
I think, I think it's a team effort. Like, it got to be both people doing it. While, like, when I'm in the initial stages of dating and getting to know you, I'm, I don't know, I just expect for you to kind of do everything. But once we kind of pass that threshold and we've, we kind of build a relationship, then I feel more comfortable starting to, like, you know, initiate the dates and do, like, little cute stuff. I'll decorate my whole house. Like, I'm into stuff like that. So I think it's a team effort. One person can't be doing the whole thing. It's not going to work. Right. Definitely. Definitely agree with him. It has to be like a team effort because you're always going to feel drained if it's just you asking all the time, making all the plans, making all the arrangements. You're going to feel like, is you feeling me or not? Right. At the same time, you know, maybe you should have like, I feel like everyone might have like something in their, in the back of their head, like things are getting boring. Let me spice it up with this. I feel like everyone has like a different thing. Like Shamari said, they go to the coffee shop. And that's something small, but, you know, other people got something else. Like, let's go to a hotel. Let's be alone alone. You know what I mean? Right, right. I like that. I like that. I feel like what you guys are saying is both people have to be into it. And I'm going to spice up the conversation a little bit. (laughs) So in that case, like I said, we're going to put the blame. Always put the blame on a man. Oh, he didn't ask me on the date, so we don't date no more. Right. So do you feel that works the same when someone's saying like sex is boring? It's like, well, it's two people. To, it takes two to tango. Do you do, do you take some of that accountability and say, well, hold on. I got to step it up. I do. I definitely do. Like, I'm always trying to learn new things. I like to try new things like because I get bored. Like after a while, like what are we, we gonna keep doing the same thing? So for me, it's just like, like let's 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 chase it. Like because I've had situations where sexually is, I think like I done topped it. I'm like, yeah, this is it. And then let's say later on down the road, I move on with someone else, and it's like, oh wait a minute, now this is it. So in my head, I'm like, all right, this is it. I want to keep going. And it's, I, different partners they'll teach you different things like that's just me I don't know let's keep it going okay. um, I'm a big like researcher so if someone if my partner were to ever come to me like oh it's getting boring it's getting a little stale like I'm feeling some sort of way I feel like I have to go on the computer and look up mm-hmm. how to do this how to do that what products what toys what do you want me to do what should I wear is I just feel like you're trying to come for me now. I don't Wait, like Do they that. always communicate that though? Do we always communicate that? I say, I say they, but us, do we all communicate that? I feel like a man's ego is much more fragile than mine. It That's true. Like, it's boring. They're going to be like, what are you talking I personally have never said it. Yet. Oh like, no. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> a different way. I try to hint at it because if I say it's boring, that means I'm like, I'm fed up now and shit got to change for us to like move forward. But I try to throw in a little like, you know, I like this like this. If I see a little meme that reference, it could be a position or something that I want to try with him. I'll just shoot it out there like, oh, let's do this. But like to blatantly say it like you're getting boring. I don't know if I got the guts to do it. I think you would I actually don't know, kill a man. I don't want nobody to like say that to me. You gotta, you gotta, when you, when you, I call it the Libra mechanism, it's the soft blow of 
saying something nice. I mean, saying something mean, but nicely. So you put the blame on yourself while putting the blame back on them. Uh, you know, right. Me? Like, I hope you catch that. that I'm <laughs> and hopefully we get to where we need to be, please. Like. See? And that's my Libra friend right there. She, she definitely knows what I'm talking about. They know how to get to let you know that you're the problem nicely, but you really won't get it right away. It may take you a few days. Like, wait, hold on. They were coming for me. <laughs> and I've learned something that I feel like when I try to make it fit, seem like it's their idea, because when they think it's their idea to do something, it just, for me, it just flows a little bit better. So the hints work, honestly. And if your guy wants to kind of like please you, and if you're dealing with a mature guy, Hopefully he switches it up and, and, and get it together. Okay, okay, okay. Anyone else have this to act actually? straight up? Like, um, so have you tried this or have you tried that? And to me, that that works. Like just being very straightforward, like not saying that it sucks or anything. Like I'm not bad talking or down talking anything, but for me, I just go straight in and I'm just like, hey, why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? Um something funny was um there was valentine's day one time and i bought like a jenga um like a jenga thing where you got to ask your partner questions or it had like certain things that you should try um although we didn't really get to use it but just for me i like the creativity of taking the initiative to just try something different and just try and fun and i think mm -hmm. you put your foot out there and make those initiatives like Kim said, they'll kind of get the hint or they'll kind of feed off of that energy and be like, oh, okay, cool. She want to try this. She want to try that. Let me do this. So let me do that. You know, like if they see that initiative coming forward, I think that they'll jump on that bandwagon too and make that change. So, so guys, we all have been on the perfect date, but something wasn't right. And it was the guy. Don't tell me I'm the only one who have been on a nice date. It was really romantic. It was like something you may say is ideal, but it wasn't the right guy. It could have been the sneaky link or it could have been the guy you just went out with because you were a little bored, but it was a really nice <laughs> date. But, you know, you both know, knew at that time, it wasn't with the right person. No, never happened to anybody. Um, I think it happened to me once. And I think the only thing I can say about it is I feel like he catfished me. It was a good day. And I'm a clown. We were texting. I met him on an app. We were texting. And I'm like, wow, I feel like I made a love connection. This is amazing. <laughs> and I, like, it was weird. But one thing I can say is when you have a gut feeling, you need to trust it. So he sent me a photo and, but I had spoke to him on the phone and something in my stomach told me like a man of that size and stature wouldn't have that voice. And then when I saw him, he, he told me he was five, seven. Then when I saw him, I was like, you can't be more than five, three. Cause I'm five, two. <laughs> and it was by the water. It was a nice restaurant, but I was like, don't touch me. You catfished me. me. He said, don't touch me. Yeah, he only had like, it was like a selfie, but I felt like he had brolic shoulders. So I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, do. 
he catfished me. But yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, we can't do this anymore. You're you're a liar. <laughs> oh wow, I feel like the sneaky late dates are the worst because you could enjoy the moment with the person definitely, but you can't really have any memories of it. Um, you can't even like, talk about it unless you're talking about it with your homegirls. It has to just be something you store in your back pocket, hide it away forever, because that's what it is. <laughs> it was a sneaky link, but it was a great time. <laughs> End of story. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have any those stories? I got one. <laughs> it was right after I- <laughs> my really long relationship, and I was kind of like, I really didn't know how to date, honestly. I was just throwing myself out there just to see kind of where it would go. And it was such a great date. When I tell you I did not have to open a door, like he made me check myself, like, oh girl, what are you used to type of situation? So the date was really good, but his breath stink and I just couldn't do it. And it sucked. It just, the, the date was really, really good. I left there like, okay, get your confidence back. All of this, but I just couldn't do the, the breath was just not it for me. Like it turned me off completely. And I I lost a good one, but I had to sacrifice it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it, the breath sealed the deal for you on that one. It was like no more. It wasn't coming yeah. back from that. Oh gosh. And okay, okay I, I ain't gonna try to work with it. I was like, okay, just maybe it's just this day, but that wasn't the case. It happened again. Like he came yeah. on another date with that. No. Oh, that sucks. Come on, you can smell your breath before someone else smells your breath. I mean, we all have bad days. I call them hungry breath days where you're really hungry and you just need a mint. But come on, you do not make the second date the same way because I feel like hygiene is one of those most embarrassing things for me. And if I was off my game this time, please don't catch me back the next time like that. I'm going to make sure the next time I got on too much perfume. <laughs> like, <laughs> my breath, I'm going to brush my right. teeth three times. No, you can't catch me flipping twice. Not good. Yeah. Take all his no, points. Take away the date. <laughs> Unfortunately. All right, guys. I thank you so much for joining me on this podcast i think date nights are so important you guys think they are important i mean we had some horror dates we had some great dates we have still ideal dates and i wish you guys the best dates to come with your partners and i just want to ask god to continue to bless you guys and cover you guys and i thank you so much for joining me on this podcast new woman podcast and we're out